there was a new student in the Water Tower Elementary School. She arrived in October, after the first month of school had already passed. She opened the second-grade classroom door at ten o'clock on a Wednesday morning and appeared there all alone, without even a mother to introduce her. She was wearing pajamas and cowboy boots and was holding a dictionary and a lunchbox. Hello? Mrs. Pigeon, the second-grade teacher, said. We're in the middle of our spelling lesson. Good, said the girl in pajamas. I brought my dictionary. Where's my desk? Who are you? Mrs. Pigeon asked politely. I'm your new student. My name is Goonie Bird Green. That's green with a silent E at the end. And I just moved here from China. I want a desk right smack in the middle of the room because I like to be right smack in the middle of everything. The class stared at the new girl with admiration. They had never met anyone like Goonie Bird Green. She was a good student. She sat down at the desk Mrs. Pigeon provided, right smack in the middle of everything, and began doing second-grade spelling. She did all her work neatly and quickly, and she followed instructions. But soon it was clear that Goonie Bird was mysterious and interesting. Her clothes were unusual. Her hairstyles were unusual. Even her lunches were very unusual. At lunchtime on Wednesday, her first day in the school, she opened her lunchbox and brought out sushi and a pair of bright green chopsticks. On Thursday, her second day at Water Tower Elementary School, Goonie Bird Green was wearing a pink ballet tutu over green stretch pants, and she had three small red grapes, an avocado, and an oatmeal cookie for lunch. On Thursday afternoon, after lunch, Mrs. Pigeon stood in front of the class with a piece of chalk in her hand. Today, she said, we are going to continue talking about stories. Yay! the second grader said in very loud voices, all but Felicia Ann, who never spoke, and Malcolm, who wasn't paying attention. He was under his desk, as usual. Goonie Bird, you weren't here for the first month of school, but our class has been learning about what makes good stories, haven't we? Mrs. Pigeon said. Everyone nodded, all but Malcolm, who was under his desk doing something with scissors. Class? What does a story need most of all? Who remembers? Mrs. Pigeon had her chalk hand in the air, ready to write something on the board. The children were silent for a minute. They were thinking. Finally, Chelsea raised her hand. Chelsea, what does a story need? A book, Chelsea said. Mrs. Pigeon put her chalk hand down. There are many stories that don't need a book, she said pleasantly. Aren't there, class? If your grandma tells you a story about when she was a little girl, she doesn't have that story in a book, does she? The class stared at her, all but Malcolm, who was still under his desk, and Felicia Ann, who always looked at the floor, never raised her hand and never spoke. Beanie said, My grandma lives in Boston. Keiko said, My grandma lives in Honolulu. Ben said loudly, My grandma lives in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Trisha shouted, My grandma is very rich. Class, said Mrs. Pigeon. Shh. 
Then, in a quieter voice, she explained, "Another time, we will talk about our families, but right now." She stopped talking and looked at Barry Tuckerman. Barry was up on his knees in his seat, and his hand was waving in the air as hard as he could make it wave. Barry, Mrs. Pigeon said, "Do you have something that you simply have to say? Something that cannot possibly wait?" Barry nodded yes. His hand waved. And what is so important? Barry stood up beside his desk. Barry Tuckerman liked to make very important speeches, and they always required that he stand. My grandma, Barry Tuckerman said, went to jail once. She was twenty years old, and she went to jail for civil disobedience. Then Barry sat down. Thank you, Barry. Now look at what I'm writing on the board. Who can read this word? Everyone, all but Malcolm and Felicia Ann, watched as she wrote the long word. Then they shouted it out. Beginning. Good," said Mrs. Pigeon. "Now I'm sure you'll all know this one." She wrote again. Middle. The children shouted. Good. And can you guess what the last word will be? She held up her chalk and waited.